So today's topic is the killing of El-Baghdadi, the leader of ISIS. How could this be related to Halakha in any way? How could it? We're not talking Musal. We're not talking Ashkafa. We're not talking ideas. We're talking Halakha. How could that be related to any Halakha? It's true. They killed him? Yes. Our dear president announced today that it's confirmed. So now we want to know that the fact that they killed him, how are we supposed to take it? It's a, it's a question in Halakha. Are we supposed to rejoice? Are we supposed to not rejoice? Are we supposed to be happy or not? It's a serious question. And I'll tell you why it's a serious question. The Gemara says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroys the enemies, when he destroys bad people, it's not a reason to be happy. You don't, you're not happy at that time. Where do we learn this from? The Gemara says, in Sanhedrin, Lametet Amud Bet. In one, one place it says, Vayavor Rina Bamachane, Amaraviachabarchanina, Bevod Rashaim Rina. When a wicked person is being destroyed, Rina, you should have, be happy. Bavod Achav Ben Omri, which was a wicked person, Rina, one should be happy when he died. Says the Gemara, "Michadi kuchabrichu b'mapalatan shel reshaim." Does a kadosh who happy? Is a kadosh who happy when the wicked people fall, when they're being destroyed, when they're being eliminated? Is that so? Haktiv betzet lifnei chalutz omuim hodu laHashem kitov kilo olam chasdo. Amar Rabbi Yonatan nemalon nemar beodazu kitov lefisheen hakadosh who sameach b'mapalatan shel reshaim. Even though they are wicked people, HaKadosh Baruch is not happy when they fall and they get killed. Where do we learn this from? The Gemara brings down a pasuk, Lokarav Zeh Zeh Kol Alayla, Bota Sha'a Bikshu Malchei Asharet Lomar Shira. When Am Yisrael were in Yamsuf, they crossed Yamsuf, and who came right after them? The Egyptians, the Mitzrim. With with Markevot Paro, Vecheloy, Yarabayam, boom, they're coming in, and all of a sudden the whole water is closing on them. And now they've been drowned and dies, everybody dies on the spot. So the Malachim came in front of Akadosh Buchu and they said, Let's sing, let's, let's say Shira, Bikshu Malachim, Lomar Shira. Amar Lem Akadosh Buchu, Maseya, Daitovim Bayam. Is that possible that my creations are being drowned in now and you want to sing? That's not correct to do. So is that the case? We learn over here that one should not be happy, should not sing when the creations of HaKadosh Buhu are getting destroyed. Is that really the case? Is that what it is? The Gemara says over here an answer to that question HaKadosh Buhu himself is not happy when even the wicked get destroyed. He's not happy. He makes others happy. Others become happy. People become happy when they see people destroyed. That are wicked, that are bad, that are the enemies. But otherwise, it's not a reason to be happy. So if that's the case, maybe we shouldn't be happy when somebody so wicked as El-Baghdadi dies we should stay calm and not be, not have emotions. We don't need to be sad, but maybe we shouldn't be happy. The 
הפסוק says in משלי בנפולו יבחה אל תשמח ובכשלו אל יגל ליבך שמואל הקטן writes this very פסוק in פרקי אבות פרק ד' י"ט he says שמואל הקטן אומר בנפולו יבחה אל תשמח ובכשלו אל יגל ליבך פן יראה אדוני ורא בעיניו והשיב מעליו אפו that's a whole משנה אתם מפרשים ask on שמואל הקטן This is a pasuk in Mishle, Shlomo HaMelech said it. What are you adding over here? He didn't add one little thing. He quoted the pasuk, brought it down to Mishle, the way it is, exactly. And they all give basically the same answer. This is how Tiferet Israel says. This is how the Rambam says. Listen to what he says. רגיל היה לומר מקרא זה, שלא ייכשל בדבר שרגילים בני אדם להיכשל בו. People הנכשל... In being happy when they see others getting hurt, getting destroyed, something bad happens to them. People are getting happy. Maybe one shouldn't be happy when something like this happens. Binfolo Yifcha is an enemy. Al Tismach. Don't be happy. Says the Rambam, Lo neemar, ela apo. Rafa pishe Shlomo amar bechokmato, zot ha-tzava. Shlomo Amelech already said it. What are you adding? אבל זה החכם המוכיח בזאת המידה ומזהיר מזאת העבירה. He constantly would be מזהיר מזאת העבירה. Because this is something that people are נכשל easily and constantly. You have somebody that you don't like and wow, all of the sudden he got some kind of something bad happened to him. He was fired, he made an accident, he lost a lot of money, people made fun of him, he said something that wasn't too smart. You take a chance. That's, it. That's the time to rejoice. That's the time to be happy. At least in your heart. Just Shmuel HaKatan, be very careful. Because the Pasuk says, Do not happy. Now listen to the end of the Pasuk. It's fascinating. Hashem might see that you're happy. You will be bad in the eyes of Hashem. And all the Mepharshim say over here, and you forgive him just for the fact that you are so happy when he fell and that would be a kapara for his evil, for his wickedness and instead of that his punishment that he was supposed to receive will go to you that's how all the mefoshim over here say so if that is the case one needs to be very careful says the Bartanura so you have a bomb halachic question over here. Are you allowed to be happy when such a wicked person is being eliminated, is taken out? Should we be happy? Or should we stay without any feelings? Not express any feelings? Not have any feelings? Because this is even in your heart. Right? How does it say over here? Not even in your heart. Not only that you don't express it, not even in your heart. So the answer to this question is the following. You have over here a contradiction. One, I showed you a couple of places that it says that one is not allowed to be happy. But on the other hand, we said already that David HaMelech, in Brachot, Taftet Amud Bet, Kaf Gimel Parshiot Amar David. He said all the Parshiot of the Hilim, Kaf Gimel, Velo Amar Shira At Shira Bemapalatam Shel Reshaim. He didn't say Shira, Aleluka, until he finally saw the wicked get destroyed. 
איתם וחטאים מן הארץ, ורשעים עוד אינם, ברכי נפשי את אדוני, הללויה. דוד המלך is rejoicing when he sees the wicked getting destroyed. We have a big contradiction. One hand it's אסור, one hand it's מותר. What's the answer to this question? So over here, we have few answers how to go about this. One way is the actual Gemara. Gemara in Megillah says the following thing. Gemara in Megillah says that when Haman was commended by Achashverosh to take Mordechai on the horse, he told him, Gemara in Megillah, Tafzain, Tetzain says, says that he told him, go on top of the horse. I was commanded to, to take you on the horse. So Mordechai told him, I can't. I'm too weak from all the fasting. They were fasting back then. I'm too weak. I can't get up on such a high horse. So a man had no choice. He was commanded to take him on a horse. So he told him, come on top of me. He put his shoulder that Mordechai should put his, put his feet on him and go on top of the horse. There's a certain ladder, like a small think that he should uh, go on top of the horse. So what did Mordechai do? Instead of just putting his feet on him, he kicked him. Boom! Knocked him down. So a man says, hey, what are you doing? Don't, doesn't it say in your Torah that you're not allowed to be happy? What's going on? A man was excellent in psukim and everything that he needed to know. A man, if you, if you learn a little bit Masechet Megillah, you see that a man was a Talmud Chacham. He, he knew a lot, a lot of things. Those wicked people, they're not just coming out of nowhere. They're very, very informed. They know things very well. So a man told him, I will follow Yvichal Tismach. Mordechai answered him, no, you got it wrong. That's only by Jewish people. Hani mili Israel. Aval be'akum ne'emar v'ata al b'motemo tidroch. When we're dealing with wicked people, so that's a Gemara answer. If that is the answer, over here, when we're talking about a wicked person that's worse than Aved Zavodah Zara, you have to understand, there's a level of, of um, wickedness in the Torah. Normally, you measure wickedness according to the punishment. You'll know what's worse than the other according to the punishment. If you take a look in the Hakdama. He explains over there that how do you know which Avera? In mitzvot I say you can't know. commanded two mitzvot. One is very hard, One is very easy, And for both of them he says, So, you see that when we're dealing with mitzvot, you can't measure because sometimes the hardest could have the same as the as those that are very, very easy. But when it's dealing with averot, you could measure. How? According to the severe of the punishment. If a person did something that he gets lashes for, so it's less severe than somebody else that does something bad that he gets capital punishment, he would, be die, he would die in bed then, and so on. So according to that comes out that Avodah Zarah should be much worse than murdering. Why? Because Avodah Zarah is karet, is kila, but murdering is much less of a punishment. 
But that's not true. Murdering is the worst Avera in the Torah. Although in punishment, it doesn't get the same level of punishment. But the Rambam says that that is the worst Avera in the Torah. And we have somebody that's a murderer in such mess, uh, such, such a mess amount, such a mess. So, such a person is not only a wicked person, is a very, very wicked person, right? Is a, how they call this, uh, uh, it's it's called uh, like a mega mega terrorist. It's called right. They have a name for it. So over here we're talking about a goy that's okum, and therefore because of that, what would be the din? Such a thing one is allowed to rejoice. Second answer that's being said over here. This is the Gemara. Second answer that is being said over here is a zohar beferush. The zohar beferush asks this question. Zohar in Parashat Noach, Daf Samechalef, says the following. Let chedva kamekut shabrichu kezimna dit abidu chayav e'alma. De'argizu kame. There's no happiness, there's no rejoice in front of HaKadosh Baruchu as much as those that, are, that, that make him angry get destroyed, die. Let chedva kamekut shabrichu. There's no happiness in front of HaKadosh Baruchu like that time that those that are wicked get destroyed. That's because the Pasuk says, Rina. says the Zohar, Zohar himself asked the question. Atanina Akadosh Buhu is not happy when he punishes the wicked. Chayavya means wicked. In, in Torah, Chayav is Rasha. Malchut Rasha, Malchut de Chayava. Take a look how it says in the beginning of Masechet Avodah Zara, the Tosfot brings such a thing down. So says the Zohar, you have a contradiction. In one hand, it says Ba'avod Rashaim Brina. On the other hand, you don't you don't have happiness in front of a Kadosh Buhu when the wicked die. Tachazi. The Zohar answers, come and see. When a Kadosh Buhu destroys the wicked, happiness is in front of him. When is that? When is their time have come. Which means, they did so much evil already, that a Kadosh Buhu is fed up with them. And he already certain that they have no hope. Which means they're not going to regret, they're not going to change their ways. He gave them Arichut Er He gave them he lengthened their time to see if they changed their ways. And they never made Teshuva from their evilness. HaKadosh Baruch sometimes punishes people or nations before their time has come, which means they didn't fill up their bucket of sins. They didn't get full with their evilness. They still hope for such a nation that maybe, maybe they'll change their ways. Maybe they're not going to do and stop what they're doing. But still, sometimes HaKadosh Baruch says, enough, you did enough evilness, and I'm going to have to take you out. I'm going to have to destroy you. Although there's hope for them. That's what this all says. 
Just like it says in the Pasuk, Kilo Shalem Avona Emori Adhena. So you might ask, if that's the case, why HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not marich up with them? Give them length. Maybe they'll change their way. Uvaish Kameh Aldit Avidu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels bad that they got destroyed. It's Maaseh Adait Ovim Bayam, HaKadosh Baruch creation. Mikom Akom Avid Baudina, Begin Demishtatfe Be'adavid Yisrael Av Ashalon. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu just destroys them because they do so much bad to Am Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to give them doesn't want to give them chance to keep on doing evil. Although they might have a chance of changing their ways, but you can't allow such a person to keep on harming people. So therefore, Kadosh Baruch Hu takes them out. That's why Kadosh Baruch Hu drowned the Egyptians in the ocean. Which means, they still had hope. It's law, it's, it's law, the time has not came. Which means they might change their ways. But since they were doing so much evil, they were running after Am Yisrael, they were trying to hurt Am Yisrael. He can't allow the Mitzrim to hurt Am Yisrael, so because of that he had to kill them. And same thing of Vitzon Eom de Yisrael b'meyo Shafat, v'chen kulu. Aval kadishtalem zimnayu, but if such a person or a nation already is ishtalem zimnayu, which means they did so much evil, that it's up to the top, and it's full with evilness, chedvan v'tush b'chan kameh. That's a Zohar. So according to that, we can assess that such a person like the evil leader of ISIS, what do you want worse than that, did already full to the top evilness. And Kadosh Baruch Hu took him out, obviously sent those that he felt that should be the Shlichim to do it. But with that, one should be happy. On the contrary, the Sefer Hasidim says that a person that sees those wicked people being destroyed and he's not happy, says the Sefer Hasidin in Sof Siman Tafresh Zayn, Amitzter al Rashaim Achzarim Atidim Liparamimeno Shenemar, Uvazvod Rashaim Rina. In other words, you don't have a choice. You know, maybe I'll be happy, maybe not. No. If the Alacha says that you should be happy, you must be happy. If you're not happy, says the Sefer Hasidim Atidim Liparamimeno. By the way, all this wisdom that I'm telling you right now doesn't come from me. It comes from Maran Chacham Ovadia in Maor Israel, in Brachot, Daftet Amudbet. I'm just reading you what he says over here. So this beautiful Zohar tells us another approach, that here it is, when you have somebody or a nation that did so much evil, Kadosh Baruch Hu takes them out. That's the second approach. Third approach is the approach in Yun Yaakov. Yun Yaakov says that, Lichora, you have a question. In one hand, the Malachim were forbidden from saying Shira. Ma'aseh adai tovim bayam, v'atem omim Shira? Shouldn't. But on the other hand, az yashir Moshe uvnei Yisrael et ha-Shira azot. What's going on? You're not supposed to sing right now. So there's two answers in the Mepharshim. Some say that the Malachim are forbidden from saying Shira. But Am Yisrael were permitted to say Shira because if you are the one in danger, so you have a full right to say Shira. Malachim were not in danger. It wasn't their uh, danger. They weren't in any way in such a scenario that they would be in danger. Am Israel were. So for them, they permitted to say Shira. Yun Yaakov says a different answer. And the answer of the Yun Yaakov is that it depends if it's exactly while the wicked people are getting punished. That's when you shouldn't say Shira. That's when you shouldn't rejoice. Ma'aseh adai tov im bayam. Right now, they're being drowning. They're being drowned. 
which means the Malachim came as they were being drowned. And the Psukim explained that different uh, Egyptians uh, got killed in different ways. Rashi explains that some of them ke'even, which means they went down right away. Some of them ke'oferet, some of them were metaltel, some of them were tortured in the water. Some died right away. Rashi says it depends how wicked a person was. When a person was very wicked, he didn't just die, he got his punishment with suffering. So, when a person dies, at the time he's dying, that's not the time to say shira. But Am Yisrael said shira afterwards, says the Yun Yaakov, Davka bishat ha-mapala shel reshaim mamash, en simcha lifnei ha-makom, ki rachamav al kol ma'asav, mashem ken l'achar miken. Afterward, that would be permitted. So here we have few ways of how to answer this. But there's more ways that the Mepharshim say. Some want to say that there's a difference between oivcha and reshaim. When it's your enemy, then you shouldn't be happy. That, that is a rasha, but your enemy. When are you not allowed to be happy? You have somebody in shul that you're very jealous of. He's very jealous of you. You had an argument. You had a fight. It's not a wicked person. It's not a bad person. You just didn't get along. Somebody opened a business. And he's your competition. So you feel that he's your enemy. Should you feel like that? No. But that's the way, that's nature of people. You feel that he's your enemy, you feel that he's taking away your business. All kind of different scenarios of people that you feel they are your enemies. But they're not Rashaim. Such a people, such people you shouldn't be rejoicing. But when it's Avod Rashaim, somebody who's very wicked, somebody who's very bad, at that time you could rejoice. That's another answer. How does it work with the Mitzrim? It doesn't work exactly with the Mitzrim, because that already you'll have to say one of the answers that I said before. Either it's for the Malachim that they shouldn't say it's Shira, because they shouldn't, what they have, what they have to do with this, nothing to do with this. Or because it was at the time that it happened. Some say a difference between Rina and Simcha. Ba'avod Reshaim, Rina. Binfolo Yifcha, Al Tismach. What's the difference? Simcha is filling you up inside. It's complete simcha. It's every part of your body, every part of your nefesh, every part of your soul is rejoicing right now. It's happy. It's singing. It's dancing. That is simcha. When we're talking about rina, rina, it's not such happiness. It's a contempt feeling that you, you, you're happy of what happened, but it doesn't fill you up. That is fine. But you shouldn't just rejoice in such a such a way. There's different ways how to answer this stirot in different mefarshim. But however you look at it, however you spin it, it seems like when we're dealing with such a wicked person like El Baghdadi, such a person fits all the criteria, whether it is according to the Zohar, that he did so much evilness that nitmaltaseato means Kadosh Buhu has a bucket of sins. And a person sins. He thinks that nothing happens. He sinned once, twice, three times, four times, 65th time, 255 times. Nothing happens. So, why not? Why not? Right? But he doesn't realize that he's filling up. It's 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 filling up. filling up. Comes Yom Kippur. If he does Teshuvah, Chacham Torahs, that it clears. That's it. The bucket gets clear. Kadosh Buhu gives you back the bucket. Empty now. It has to do with the Shuvah. If not, keeps on feeling, keeps on feeling until, until it gets to the top. Nitmal'ah, Seato, it's very dangerous. And then, boom. 
And then boom, he doesn't know what hit him. What happened? Right? It doesn't happen gradually. It happens with a boom. It's very dangerous. But that is what happens with those who are ashamed. When you have such a wicked person, he gets his boom, and that's it. And for such a person, says as well, of course you have to be happy. Sefer Hasidim says, if not, din v'cheshbon, you get punished for such a thing, not being happy. It's a time of happiness that a Kadosh Baruch took out such a person. Comes the Gemara and says, according to the answer of Mordechai, it depends. It depends if it's Akum or Israel. It's Akum permitted. Another answer we saw in the Gemara, Kadosh Baruch Hu enosas, aval sacherim, he makes others happy. Person that was under the threat and danger of such a person, like I think the entire society, because there were suicide bombs all over the world, and especially that Jewish people are always a target for everything. Of course, they need to be happy, but and and so on and so forth. It fits everything. But I want to tell you another point, and that is point I think is extremely important. At that point, it could be controversial. But I think it's an important point. I think that the biggest bracha that Am Yisrael had in the last five years, or whenever this whole ISIS movement started, is the ISIS movement. Because, we all a little bit uh, older than the youngsters around us, and we remember the threat that Eretz Yisrael, that, that the, the state of Israel, with the people living there, constantly had from surrounding countries. Talk about Syria. Syria was a frightening place. It, it, they, they, they constantly threatened to go to a war against Israel. It was Israel going to a war is not like a war around the world, which means you go to a war, so worse comes to worse. You lose some soldiers, you lose a little bit of territory. No, in Am Israel, Eretz Israel, is a question of survivor. If they, if, if Chaz Shalom they take over the land of Israel. Natsar said, on the, when he went into war, Baruch Hashem, when he didn't go into the war, he was, he was, he wanted to go to the, to the, uh, Yom Kippur, when he, they went to Yom Kippur, but I'm saying the six day war, when he threatened to, uh, to go to a war against Israel, it wasn't only him, it was him as, as, as Egypt, it was, um, Jordan, it was Syria, and all over Lebanon, they all over came to uh, conquer the land of Israel. And what would they do with the people there? They, they announced very, very openly. Everybody goes to the ocean. They throw all of them into the river, into the ocean. So when we're talking about such a threat, this was an, a threat that we lived on day in and day out from Syria, from Egypt, from Jordan, from Lebanon, from Iraq, from Iran, all over. Those, those are very, very powerful. They were very powerful countries with real armies. What did ISIS do? He took all these places, except Iran, and he completely destroyed them. It was like a cancer. Syria now, it's not a country. It's, it's, it's completely devastated. There's nothing left over there. These people that are fighting there day and night, over a million of people that are dead. The, the army over there lost enormous amount of soldiers. They are weak. There's no, Israel can attack them on weekly basis and they don't even respond. They don't even respond because they, they, they're nothing already. They became nothing. 
We're talking about Jordan. They became a, a, a military of, of, of something very, very small, some, something very minor. We're talking about Egypt. Talking, and even those countries that weren't affected by ISIS, Iraq, uh, Yemen, all these places that were affected by ISIS, they all got got destroyed. They all got very weak. And Baruch Hashem, that was a bracha to Eretz Israel, to Am Israel, to Medinat Israel. It's the biggest bracha possible. And although Iran was feeding the snake, but that already is one country. And when you have one country in the Middle East that's strong and everybody's around it is wicked, so you have already America that came along and announced that Iran is a, is, is a bad country and put them under sanctions and so on and so forth. Where did this bracha came from? We don't realize that Kadosh Buhu decided to send very, very evil people and to slowly, slowly, like a cancer, take them out, slowly, slowly, of put poison within those countries that it would be completely devastated and destroyed. Biggest bracha. But when it comes to such a day, that such a person is destroyed, is killed, obviously one is permitted and should be happy. Hazakabu. <laughs>